Hey there, friends. It's me, Gabby, and this is Monday Morning Espresso. Okay, I've said this several times in the past, but this time it's legit been a very long time since the last time I posted a podcast. I think it has actually been about six months. Oh my goodness, I am so sorry. I have no idea how time just got away with me so quickly. So here I am. Thank you for accepting my apologies. We'll see how things turn out in the future, but I had some time today. There's been a little bit of a tummy bug going around in my house, and so I ended up staying home from church. Um, It's Sunday as I'm recording this podcast, and my whole family went to church, and I stayed home because I just wasn't feeling awesome. But then it was studying the word and just remembering all that God has done for me, and I wanted to hop on and try to record a podcast. So, hello and welcome back to Monday Morning Espresso. I'm so happy that I get to do this today. I wanted to just give you a little bit of an update on what's been going on in my life. It's been a very interesting six months. About six months ago, I... um fully decided to take my daughter out of preschool altogether. She had been going two days a week last semester, and my son is in kindergarten, and, you know, transitioning to kindergarten is a challenge. Um, But my daughter was just really kind of over preschool, and I had to really wrestle with the Lord a little bit about surrendering, just surrendering my everything. He brought me to this place where I just needed to surrender. So let me let me give you a little context for that because I think it's a it's a bit important to un- understand why. Now, last year as you probably picked up on if you listened to my podcast last year, it was a very challenging year for us. We had a lot of stuff going on personally in our family with our finances um with me just feeling like I needed to carry a big load here in our lives to make sure that everyone was okay. And honestly, I was trying to do too much. And I was, you know, trying to be super mom, super wife, um, getting all kinds of unique things taken care of for my kids because of some things that were going on here. Trying to be also, you know, keeping up with the blog and the podcast and all these things while just carrying all those personal heavy loads. And on top of that, I was really sick. I have had chronic migraines and chronic fatigue, honestly, for about 20 years. And I haven't talked about it much because I never wanted it to be part of my identity that people just knew that about me. Um, People close to me knew because you can't really hide that from the people close to you. But Even for myself, I tried to just hide it and pretend it wasn't there because it broke my heart and it really, really was challenging for me to feel able to even be a good mommy and a good wife and try to juggle all these things. And so anyway, all that to say, the the mental, emotional, and physical pressure just started adding up. And then I, I... actually, you know, knelt on the floor in my prayer room and just said, I surrender, God. I can't carry all of this anymore. My daughter wants to come home and be with me all the time. 
and she needs me. She was going through a difficult season, our whole family was, and she just needed that extra mommy time. Even though I was with her most of the time already, she needed those last two days that she was in preschool to come home and be with me. So with lots of tears, I just surrendered. I laid everything down. And I want to talk about that more maybe in a podcast next week because I think that word surrender gets a bad rap sometimes because it sounds like, oh, God wants to take something from me so that I can prove how faithful I am or blah, blah, blah. That kind of is the connotation it can get sometimes. But if I have learned anything in the past six months, it's that surrender is, yes, it's a kind of death because you're giving up things that you wanted to hold on to. And it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to surrender when you feel like you have all these hopes, all these dreams. You want to be the best at everything. You want to do this well and that well. And you don't want to give up um, maybe things that you're pursuing to maybe take care of the urgent needs of your family. I understand that. But for me, I have really come to realize, like, even though it feels like a death, that is such an honor because we get to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. He too surrendered his entire life. He laid everything down. He was at the <laughs> the height of his ministry and that's when he he died. And it just seems crazy that his timing would be like that. But there's so many places in the word where we see like it's an honor to walk with Jesus, to be crucified with him. And we forget really that surrender, that dying like that, that saying, okay, I give up my dreams. I give up my striving. I lay down my desires and my will and my ways. I let go of my preconceived notions of what my life and my family, my home, my car, etc., 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 was going to look like. I lay them all down at your feet and let them go. We forget that that is the path to truly knowing Christ, to becoming fully his, to understanding that belonging to him is enough and to living in the reality that death must come. But then what came after that? Resurrection. So we too, if we choose to surrender and be crucified with Christ and die to our flesh in that way, we also get to experience the power of his surrender. Okay, maybe I just preached that whole message, but I got fired up. This is so big for me. Like, why do we fear letting go when God is saying letting go? There's a whole backstory to that about exactly why I came to the point of surrender. But there's a little teaser, let's say. And, you know, I love, everybody loves this scripture, but I really, really love this scripture. Um, Philippians 3, 7 through 14 which in the middle of it, it says, I focus on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. And um, he, he says this after, this is what Paul says, after he says that he's discarded everything, counting it as garbage so that he could gain Christ. Like, what do you think that looked like? For us, I really think it looks like, hey, you know, yes, maybe God's planted this dream in my heart. Maybe there are all these passions that I want to pursue. Maybe 
Maybe I have like a thriving business going and God's asking me to go another direction. Whatever it is for you, like all of that is garbage compared to knowing Christ and gaining Christ. I'm not saying that he's not going to use those things, but if you really take stock of your life and talk to the Lord and see what he might be asking you to let go of, like... I am just saying from experience, don't delay in the surrender. Don't delay in the laying that stuff down. Because if you do, you get to experience Christ and the power of his resurrection, whatever that might look like in your life. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what that's looked like in my life. Because I have been so blessed in the last couple of months. Six months ago when I recorded my last podcast, like I was saying, I was carrying a heavy, heavy load. And I was so sick, you guys. And I just got sicker and sicker as the year went on and depressed. Very, very depressed. Now, if you're depressed, please, please reach out to somebody because I understand now more than ever what a deep, dark, scary, and dangerous place that is. We even went on vacation to Florida in October, which, you know, it was delightful. It should have been like a highlight of my life because we got to go with my husband's extended family and I love them so much, but I was just ridden with anxiety and panic attacks and just all this stuff coming in on my mind and feeling like my life was over, that nothing was ever going to be better, that, you know, it was just a dark, dark place. And I was there for a while. And I'm being really raw and honest. So first of all, if you're there, I am so sorry. I am so, so sorry. And please reach out to somebody and talk to your doctor talk to a counselor. Those things are so important. But I also want to be here to testify to you that joy does come in the morning. It does. It's true what he says. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning and your night might seem like it's so, so long, but there is dawn rising on the other side. So for me, this was just a crazy process that I had to go through. I was so depressed in such a deep, dark place. And in January, I just like hit rock bottom where it just felt like, you know, life is pointless. Nothing's ever going to get better. I was having anxiety anywhere I went where there was other people. I didn't want to leave my house. I just wanted to stay in bed. I didn't because I have kids that I have to take care of, but that's what I wanted to do. It was really, really bad. And I went to a retreat in January and I just didn't even want to be there. There were too many people, but the women who were there, they prayed for me and they blessed me and... um even though at that point I felt like my life is over, they were speaking life into me. And I'm so thankful. And God really did a turnaround in my life in the next few weeks. And I wanted to read this passage in Haggai. Sorry, I just dropped my phone. So if that was loud, I apologize. I do not have a professional podcast set up, um, but I'm doing my best. But this scripture in Haggai. You might be confused at first when I'm reading it, but let me read it and then I'll break it down for you. Haggai 1 verses 2 through 8. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. The people are saying, the time has not yet come to rebuild the house of the Lord. Then the Lord sent this message to the prophet Haggai. Why are you living in luxurious houses while my house lies in ruins? This is what the Lord of heaven's army says. 
Look at what's happening to you. You have planted much but harvest little. You eat but are not satisfied. You drink but are still thirsty. You put on clothes but cannot keep warm. Your wages disappear as though you were putting them in pockets filled with holes. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. Look at what's happening to you. Now go up into the hills, bring down timber, and rebuild my house. Then I will take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. Okay, so this, I know this is kind of a confusing passage to just throw into this, but I read this actually at a small group I'm part of in the context of self-care. And here in this scripture, um, the Lord is talking about his earthly temple. It had been destroyed and um, the people were ignoring it. They weren't rebuilding it. They were paying attention to all these other superfluous things around them, but they weren't they weren't taking care of the temple of God. And I was like moved to tears when I read this because honestly, I hadn't remembered the last time I read Haggai. I'm sure I've read it before, but who's like, oh my goodness, Haggai is my favorite book in the Bible. Nobody, but it might be now. Anyway, um, so what he's saying is like, you have your, you have your priorities wrong. You have no idea how much I care about my temple. And when we put this into a New Testament believer context, do you know that it's us that are the temples of the living God? That's what we're told. After Christ died and rose again, we became his temples. And I think as believers, especially like tenacious, audacious, big dreaming leader believers that I know a lot of you are, we focus so much on what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? What can we do? That we forget and abandon our temple. The next couple verses even say, you hoped for rich harvests, but they were poor. And when you brought your harvest home, I blew it away. Why? Because my house lies in ruins, says the Lord of heaven's armies, while all of you are building your own fine houses. So, He's basically saying, like, you have your priorities wrong. If you focused on rebuilding that temple first, then all this work that you're putting in to all these other things, I will bless it. But I can't bless it if you're ignoring the temple. And I think we have this skewed idea of God, like, that he doesn't care so much about us taking care of ourselves. He just wants us to do a lot of great stuff for him. But that's not true. Do you know that you have fulfilled your calling as soon as you have believed in Jesus as your savior and gotten access to the father? Like that's what he did all of that for was so that we could be restored to relationship with him. I don't mean that to say that he doesn't have other plans and purposes for your life. But when you said yes to him, that was everything that he desired. And that relationship with you is so important to him. So he cares about you. He cares about you as his temple. He cares about your mind, about your heart, and about your body. And as as believers, we need to set an example of what it looks like to take care of ourselves. This is not selfish. Taking care of yourself is so important. This is the temple that God has given you. And I'm so passionate about this right now because I have screwed this up so badly. I made the mistake of thinking that everything was up to me, that I had to work my butt off to be the best 
mom, the best wife, the best minister of the gospel, the best friend, the best example, the best at everything to be a good Christian. But actually, I got to total burnout zone, as you heard, depressed, depleted, completely sick, like all of this stuff. I couldn't parent well. I couldn't do life well. I was literally losing my mind. And it's because I was running for years and years and years without stopping to take stock of who am I? What do I need? How can I take care of myself so that I can actually be healthy and strong to do what God has called me to do? And that's where surrender brought me. It brought me to this place where I said, God, you're God. You can take care of all the things. I'm just me, little me. And I lay myself down and I tell you that I will do whatever you ask me to do as far as being obedient But that right now is you saying stop and let go and sit still. And so I started to slowly take care of myself, to do things for my mental health, simple things like go to the gym a few times a week, uh, put makeup on. I started a new face care regimen, just little things to take care of my soul, to make sure that I had some time um, alone. Because when I you have little kids, you know you don't get a lot of time alone. Um, I went to a I've been going to a counselor for quite some time now, and that's so good. Um, and just not feeling selfish when I have a moment to just decompress, but realizing that that time that I invest in myself to refresh my soul, to refresh my mind, and to refresh my spirit is actually going to equip me more to do what I need to do for the people in front of me. Um, that being said, I the one hurdle that I really couldn't overcome was my health. And that, again, it's something I didn't want to think about a lot, but it was getting to the point where I was having migraines every single day. The fatigue was crazy. My eyes were just so swollen. I I just felt horrible every day. And sometimes I would just look at my husband and I'd say, I'm so sorry that when you come home and the kids after the kids go to bed, I just tell you how gross I feel. But this is like what I'm living in every day. And I felt bad because like I gave all the joy, all the energy, everything I could to my kids. And then by the time they went to bed, I was just like a wreck, a total wreck. And it just in so much pain every day. And after this retreat in January, the Lord started um, stirring things in me and reminding me who I was and that he had created me to be magnificent and that I was his masterpiece. And so randomly, I uh, ran into a post by a friend that was actually at that retreat, someone that I knew, someone that I trusted. And she told me about this line of supplements that she was taking that she sells and um, I talked to her and she was she gave me my hope back for my health and I hope that you guys have been listening to me for long enough that you're able to trust that I'm not going to just throw something out here to make a buck to be gitchy to be salesy I'm telling you right now that these supplements in the last two months have completely turned my health around and I I'm just saying glory to God. I thank God every single day for what he has done in my health. 
to know that I was chronically ill for 20 years and now I'm not is extraordinary. Not just that, but I have my joy back. My depression is gone. My anxiety is gone. My headaches are diminishing more and more every week. Um, I don't have panic attacks anymore. The inflammation in my face is gone. And it's all because I took a leap of faith in taking these supplements, which are called Plexus. The company is called Plexus, and it all just focuses on gut health. Um, And realigning your gut health realigns everything else in your body. It's crazy. I didn't know that, but the connection between gut health and depression, gut health and inflammation, gut health and autoimmune issues, gut health and sleep issues, gut health and migraines, gut health and anxiety, like it's crazy. All of these things that are related to just toxins that are building up in your body, inflaming your digestive system and even your brain. So all that to say, I started taking the supplements two months ago and I feel like a totally different person, not just in my body, but in my joy, in my ability to parent my children, to look into their eyes and see my joy reflected in their faces. Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you what a joy this is. Literally my whole life, I remember any time I went outside, I just felt like this heavy leaden feeling come over my body. And I didn't understand why, like, I didn't want to go to the park. I didn't want to go to the beach. I didn't want to do yard work. As a kid, I remember that just feeling like torture. But now I understand it was because I had, like, I was sick. And I've been sick for a long time. Now I found myself going on adventures with my family. I'm mowing my lawn. Like, all these things that before, even just the thought of it was like, oh, And I didn't understand why, but now I do. And my life has turned around completely and I'm so thankful to God. And I took this step and then I read this scripture in Haggai and I was like, God, you're so faithful. Like this is the missing piece even in what I've been preaching for the last several years of dreaming God-sized dreams. Yes, we can prepare spiritually. Yes, we can prepare mentally. Yes, we can prepare by knowing the word and being armed with faith, but if our bodies are broken down and they're not working, there's only so much we can do about chasing those God dreams. And I really believe that the enemy is trying to cripple my generation with autoimmune disorders, with fatigue, with pain, with all of these issues that so many people in my generation are facing. Why? I really do think it's because he's targeting us because he knows how powerful we are if we feel well enough to do what God has called us to do. So I am here to say I am a full believer now in holistic God dreaming, which to me means body, soul, and spirit. And if we're missing that body piece, we're just going to fall over. So I'm not just taking these supplements. I'm also trying to revamp our diet. I'm trying to keep working out. I'm not going overboard. I'm not going cray cray, but even for my kids, like I don't want my kids to grow up having the same issues I had. So I have them on the supplements. I have them. um, I'm trying to take sugar out of their diet and do more healthy things. And I'm just excited. I I maybe was a bit of a skeptic of all the health stuff around for a long time, like mostly skeptical of being able to do it. But Plexus has 
encouraged me to just change a lot and to see what a difference it makes to feel well and to make good choices with health. So anyway, if any of you are feeling any of these symptoms and feeling like this is the thing that's holding me back from really pursuing my God dreams, this depression I can't shake, anxiety, chronic pain, fatigue, digestive issues, if any of you are dealing with that, please, please, please reach out to me at gobbyruth.com on any of my social media at gobbyruth. I would love to help you and get you on the right track with your body so that you can continue to thrive and chase the dreams that God has for you. I will let you know everything I can about the supplements that can help whatever issues you're dealing with. And my heart in this is to just see us as God dreamers thrive. Remember, it is not selfish to take care of your temple. It is, in fact, something that is so important to God that he's asking you to just stop, stop and go and take care of my temple and see what can happen next. You are beautiful. You are loved. You are gifted. You are chosen. You are called. You have a dream and a purpose on your life. And I'm so excited to see you all thrive. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me.